Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the MMA Lab, the hottest MMA podcast out there. I'm your host, Ian Butler, MMA veteran, Gore Kickboxing veteran, grappling world champion. For the, all the hottest details in MMA today, come to the MMA Lab on Belief. All right, we are back. And uh, all right, guys, I messed up again. <laughs> I messed up again. It's not my fault, but uh, there's something up on my computer, but I promise we got it. That's why the episode didn't get to the didn't get aired but <clears throat> believe hit us up and uh i did an interview friday night with ufc tonight oh, so cool. they wanted me to do the predictions for the fight <clears throat> i kind of did breakdowns of favorite stuff like that i sound like shit because i was <laughs> yelling and screaming <laughs> for four days in a row <laughs> at the rocky mountain nationals i was in vegas and I was actually at the fight. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we got it. This is going to get released. We got it down pack. And uh, Keegan's background's amazing. It's fucking Greg Hardy getting knocked the fuck out by Tatooine Boss. Yeah, like we all thought was going to happen too, so. <laughs> uh, and then plus, uh, is that one of the best walkout songs you probably heard? Uh but uh, Tattoo Avasa came out to the Spice Girls. Oh, uh, tell you yeah, what you and, want, what you really, really want. And he was singing it too the entire way out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So since um since I was dealing, I still had kids wrestling till 5 30, 5.45. So I missed all of the prelims. But I was there for the main card. The prelims were good. Um, I know, dude. I hate, I absolutely hate, if you listen to our first couple episodes, I hate missing the prelims. I'm there at like 2.30, you know, like on a dot. Um, But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I can't believe I missed it. But uh, break down the prelims for us, though. All right. So let me pull up the card real quick. I don't have it pulled up because I'm an idiot and I got bored doing something else. Um, (laughs) So prelims all the way down. So early prelims, that first fight um, got canceled. I don't know why. I didn't. Uh, I didn't figure that one out. Um, but you got uh, Zhagas Jumagulov who fought Jerome Rivera, uh, and yep. he won via uh, what some people call a power guillotine in the first round. Uh, Jerome, Jerome. No, uh, Jumagulov against the, the cage or what? Yeah, so he uh Jerome got hurt, went for a takedown, and uh Jogas sprawled pretty good. Um, and then in that sprawl, he was able to throw in one arm and it looked like he was gonna go for a darts the way he had it lined up. Like but, a remake at choke guillotine. Yeah, yeah. So uh he, he basically he got his arm, laced it all the way up, and then wrapped it around on the back. And so Jerome had to, you know, figure out which hand he was going to go for, couldn't get it. And so at two Oh two of the first round, Jogas got him via that. Yeah. That's tough to get out of too, dude. Like yeah. usually well, on guillotines, you can fight the fingers of well, fingers fight the hands, but 
you're literally like, dude, that's a tough situation. Well, also because of the height difference. So Jalgas is like, you know, five something, uh, five, four. And Jerome is at least like five, eight, five, ten. He's five, ten. Um, Jalgas is basically adding in a neck crank because of where he has to hold Jerome in order to get the, the choke in. Yeah. So it's a neck crank on top of the rear naked guillotine or power guillotine, whatever you want to call it. Um, and they're standing. So Damn. he's got, he's got Jerome pressed up against the cage. He's got Jerome's head in his chest and he's just squeezing the shit out of him. Um, and it was a good, good finish, man. Good, good way to start the whole fight night or uh, the whole night. Good way to start it. Good. Uh, so next up was Brad Tavares versus Omari Akhmedov. Uh, that was a really yeah. good, really, really good fight. It ended up being a split decision win for Brad. Damn. Brad's on a, Brad's on like a little win streak right now. Yeah. So he's, he's making his way back. Uh, and then after that was Jennifer Maya, Jessica. I Jennifer Maya, Jennifer won, Maya. That, won that via unanimous decision. I did not think she was going to though, because Jessica was leading everything. So she was leading everything, and it felt like she was getting the volume in. Okay. But it was super, super close. I mean, like, it, once you look at the numbers, so Jennifer Maya had 102 to Jessica's 104 uh, strikes. Uh, Jennifer had 98 significant. Jessica had 100. Uh, Jennifer had 71 to the head versus Jessica's 56 to the head. And then the body and legs is where Jessica kind of split it up a little bit more. Uh, Jessica also okay. had two takedowns in the first and second round and 56 seconds of total control time. Hmm. So it was one of those things where it was like watching it. It was like, you know, it could come out to be close, but it looks like Jessica should win. Um, but it was uh two 29, 28 and a 30, 27 for Jennifer. Damn. So two, two judges had it really, really close. The other one was, I don't know what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and that was the last fight of the early prelims. So from there, it is nothing but you know fire from then on. So you got I know you got uh, Drikus Duplessis fighting Trevin Giles. Uh, yeah. Knocked out Trevin in the second round uh, with a just monster straight right from the fucking cage. Trevin so, Giles got knocked out. Yeah, Trevin, Trevin, yeah, Trevin Giles got knocked the fuck out. Um, and then, uh, that was, that was nuts. They, that was a really good fight. Drykus has some of the easiest mount passing I think I've ever seen in the UFC. Yeah. He would basically just like at will get on top of Trevin whenever he wanted to. Jeez. Um, and then, uh, finally Trevin started getting some good shots in, in the second round and, uh, Drykus had his back up to the fence. And basically just kind of launched from the fence through a left and then a straight right, hit him right on the button on the chin, dropped him and uh, got on top through a couple shots. Then the uh, fight was over at that point. Nice. That was a good one. Uh, Ilya Topuria versus Ryan Hall. Uh, that was a KO. By oh, e- fuck, dude. Ryan Hall got knocked out in the first round. Um, <laughs> I've seen the highlights. Like... I get that Ryan Hall is probably like one of the best jiu-jitsu guys in the world, but like you gotta do a better job of like defending while you're on the ground, bro. So from what I heard, someone had said that he hurt his hand with the first punch he threw 
So the whole game plan changed at that point. Um, so everything had to be changed up into like his whole process and what he was doing. So he was definitely shooting for submissions. And then if you notice, he didn't really throw hands. He just kind of kept them down. And he, uh, the only other strike he threw was like a spinning back kick. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, he got a couple of those in, but he rolled like 14 times. Something absolutely stupid. Yep. 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 That's right on for you. Yeah. But he, uh, you know, I mean, like they were saying, I mean, you know, even Ryan Hall's coaches admit like, you know, his, the easiest way to beat him is well known. It's just getting the opportunity to exploit that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For so, sure. So but, two fucking knockouts back to back, dude. Two knockouts back to back. And then he had Michelle Pajara versus Nico Price. And that was nuts. Uh, so Michelle Pajara um, had the first two rounds pretty much locked down. So he was winning by points. Nico knows he has to get a finish. Michelle's gassed in the third round. Nico's just putting it on him. And then it just he just never got Damn. the opportunity to finish it off. But that was a really, really good one. Um, and then Carlos Condit, Max Griffin. Max, yeah. Max won via unanimous decision. Uh, you know, he had one of one takedowns and his strikes were just up across the board. So, you know, he had a minute 11 of control time on Carlos, but Damn. you know, it was a, that was pretty good too. On top, uh, on top of them, right? Has to be, right? I think so. Or it just right? in a dominant position. Right. Okay. I got you. Um, so I don't know for sure on, on that one. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, and then after that, you know, it's just straight into the main card. You got O'Malley Shooter and Martino. Sean, yeah, dude, Martino. Let's go to that. Is going to have a very, very bright future. Um, tough some bitch, dude. To show up like that on a week and a half's notice. And then at least make it. I thought he might make it all the way, to be honest. Do you think the stoppage was good or no? So... I'm in the my distance that it, that it was good. Yeah. So where I sat, I thought it was horrible. Right. But because like, look, I was close to the floor, but I'm at a slant. Right. Right. So I don't like sitting on the floor unless I'm like cage side or because I mean, what's the point? Like if you're all the way back, like it's hard. Right. Right. Um, so I was at the slant. So I was watching the fight the whole time, not looking at the screen. So I was just watching the fight just in general. I couldn't see his face or what his face looked like, you know, and stuff like that. Look like roadkill is um, what it looked like. His face was so why fucked do you, up. Why do, you, why do you think it was a good stoppage because of that? I mean, so total strikes-wise, O'Malley more than tripled Mutino's total strikes. Mm -hmm. But in those total strikes, all of them were significant. 177 to the head. Okay. 45 to the body and eight to the legs. Damn. So he threw 177 strikes to the head. Mutino, or he landed 177. Mutino landed 39 to the head out of his 168 attempted to the head. O'Malley attempted 318 strikes. I know, bro. He was like, he was, he was going off. But I think it was good. You know, you're getting just 
beating your fucking face for, you know, 14 minutes and 27 seconds or 33 yeah, seconds. I know. I know. So, you know, it's, you had 27 seconds left to live. O'Malley was, he had like an eight punch combo that had just landed by the time Herb stepped in. Yeah, I know, dude. It was ridiculous. Like, you know, like in, where's Matano from? Uh, New England area, Boston, that whole area. Same place where Cater and Rob Fawn are from. Oh, no shit. Yeah. He's Mexican, though, ain't he? I don't, that could be Italian. Matano? Mutino, yeah. That could be an Italian name. He fights under the American flag, but it could be an Italian last name. I thought he was Mexican. Well, you've been out here in California too long, man. <laughs> Oh man. Well, you know, like he's just uh he's a tough some bitch, dude. Yeah, I he's a tough some bitch. You gotta throw punches back though, you know? Yeah. You have to. You have to, dude. He's not really defending himself too, because for like every like four punches O'Malley would land, then he would move his arm to either like throw back or defend himself. So like in that eight punch combo that put him out pretty much, uh he uh like his hands were just stuck. Like right. ran right here, and O'Malley was just like down the middle on the sides, down the middle, and you know it was it was ridiculous. His jab was working too. His jab was money. Yeah, Any, Sean. Anyone who I who agrees with the stoppage said that it could have been stopped way earlier. Yeah. Any anyone who doesn't agree with the stoppage always brings up the time. Well, you know, no one. Time doesn't matter about me trying to save you. If you can't defend, you can't defend. Right. And also, the refs aren't looking at the time. They're not looking, you know, like, oh, there's only 30 seconds left. Bro, Let's stop the fight. There's, there's, there's fight stop, like three seconds left. Or, yeah, you're in Korean zombie. I think it was one second left. Yeah. Like, you know, it doesn't matter. Well, same with Rosenstrike and uh, Overeem. Yeah. Yeah. That's 459 of the fifth round. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it know, doesn't matter. Uh, but you know it and mario yamazaki he got fired because of what people said you know just let the guy go out on his shield well yamazaki got fired because he let someone go out on their shield and they got really really fucked up and when he said that in an interview uh all the athletic commission said hey guess what you're not a ref anymore <laughs> so pretty much yeah. not, not a lot of people realize that that you know by letting someone have that happen that they can lose their job um, after that one, you got a uh, Aldana versus Yana Kunitskaya. Yeah, yeah, dude, Aldana looked amazing. Even though she missed weight, she looked amazing. She, you know, had the ground oh, she and pound. Weight. She weighed in at one thirty nine. No way. Yeah. So she lost part of her purse. Is ineligible for a bonus. A lot of purse, like, bro, four fucking pounds. Four well, fucking pounds. Three. Three, technically, yeah. Three pounds, dude. That's unacceptable. Yeah. But like, even with a girl, still, dude, three fucking pounds. So some people are saying because the whole gym down there basically had like a, a bad bout of COVID, that it could be an effect from the COVID because she hasn't fought since she had it. Shit. But... Um, you know, hopefully they get that taken care of and under control uh, before she fights again. Yep. Maybe do like a couple test weight cuts and 
Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 That's... yeah. Or maybe something just bad just happened. Like, you know, like, because look, she has made, I think this is the first time missing weight. I think so. Yeah. Like something bad probably happened. Yeah. She looked, like, really, you know, she looked really, really good though. That's um, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think something, we don't know what's going on, but she obviously, she never had a problem with this at all. No. So, so I think something personally in her life is probably having, I'm taking a guess and probably could affect that or like, you know, but I guarantee, I mean, I don't think she's going to miss again, to be right honest. Now. No, no. And especially if her next fight is up for, uh, you know, like a big name. She's up there. Yeah. Well, uh, so she lost to Holly Holm before she fought Yana. Yep. And so now people are saying, well, put her up against like Jermaine. Jermaine oh, Miranda. Uh, I'd say it's a good test. We'll see, dude. Uh, Jermaine's like, I know Adana's like more of a boxing, but even though she took her down and finished her on the ground. Um, she, but uh, sniping on the ground, too. I know, dude. I know. I know. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And then after that, we got your background. Tattoo of Asa versus Greg Hardy. Dude, I told everybody. Tattoo of Asa is nothing to be fucking played with. That oh, was a it. big he mistake. Said it too. I said it, too, in the interview. He's like, well, Greg wanted to fight someone, and I'm just not the guy to come fuck with. So pick another guy. Yep. But, yep. you know, I, I give Greg credit. He had Ty rocked pretty good. He did. He did. It's just that inexperience coming into effect where he, uh, you know. He ran in. He ran, ran in, telegraphed exactly what he was doing, and then Ty threw one and then came out with that, like, wild left hook. Yep. Uh, and just, you know, if you saw Greg's eye, that was the one punch that hit him on that side of the face. His left eye was swollen shut. So, you know, but and then uh, Ty with like the eight shoeys on the way out. Yep. And some some dickhead put hot sauce. Hot sauce. Dustin's hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. He said it tasted bad, but it wasn't the hot sauce. It was the it was the feet on the shoe. (laughs) Yeah. That's. I ain't doing that. Not, <laughs> not with a shoe like that. No, I do it with my own shoe, not anyone else's shoe. So yeah, that ended. And then Steven Wonderboy Thompson and Gilbert Burns. Um, it played out like how I expected. You you don't want to stand with Wonderboy. Um take him down as much as you can. Yeah, Janino is which is Gilbert Burns is a world champion jujitsu. Like his jujitsu is solid and amazing. Might as well still say. Take him down, do whatever. Uh, I thought he was probably close to finishing here and there, but like, uh, like at least on positions for jujitsu, yeah, like trying to catch stuff. But Wonderboy actually did a good job of trying to like come back to the cage, and he got up, I think, one time. Yeah, maybe I think a couple. He, I think he trains not Brazilian but traditional jujitsu. Yeah, no. So, but um, uh, so he does have you know like some ground experience. It's just you know, no, dude, he's a brown, he's a brown belt. Yeah, when you're with a guy who still competes, still competes at like the the who's number one and like all those kind of events, like Gilbert still competes in those events for jujitsu. Yeah, that's nasty. Yeah, 
So, you know, he's, he's good. Yeah. I, I give him that. Uh, this is probably wonder boys last. That was his last chance to probably run for a title. Um, he's yep. 38. Oh uh, boy. Yep. 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 But you know, I mean, is it the moment contender at that weight class? Kobe Covington, huh? Yep. Yeah, pretty sure. There's a lot of shuffling at that weight class. That weight class is deep right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, they got plenty of people if they need them. Yeah. Yeah. But- and then on to the main event. Dustin Poirier is coming out, winning number two. And Connor broke his fucking femur. And his tibia. His yep. uh, well, femur's up high. He broke his tibia and uh, something else, but down around his ankle. You say it like that's so like, uh, <laughs> like that's a huge deal, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Well, so like that's a it could be a career ender. Uh, your, your, your femur is uh is like up in the thigh. That's like the hardest bone in your body. Yeah. It's it's uh it's it is it is really huge. It's it's uh it's life changing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I don't. I hope Connor doesn't come back, man. I'm. Why? He's good for the sport and everything, but just, you know, not when you're making yourself look like the really really bad guy at this point. You know, talking shit about Dustin's wife, saying he's gonna kill Dustin. That's unacceptable. It's, su- it's super unacceptable. When, like when Dana fan. says it's unacceptable, it's fucking unacceptable. <laughs> That's you know why? Because the last time Connor did that, didn't he? Like he almost he's... they almost he almost got charged for like uh, a terrorist attack. Yeah, they got you know they had the uh, just the huge fight in the cage after him and Khabib. He. You know, the uh, bus, bro. He attacked the, the bus, bus. You the know, bus, bro. That's where he got arrested, and they they took away his fucking visa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, it's uh, it's sad. I don't think that you should have to be like that in order to drive like a competitiveness bro, into you. But it, it, it's it's if you lose, you lost. Yeah. You know, like he was so home before. Maybe he goes like, oh, dude, I have to be that guy to beat him. And then all of a sudden he's like being a dick and, you know, and shit like that. Yep. So unacceptable. You know, I mean, it is what it is at this point. Can't really do much about him. But if he comes, Dana will bring him back until, you know, Connor doesn't want to come back. But uh, they already said, you know, Connor's next fight is against Dustin whenever he's ready. And it's, well, that's just fucking, that ain't Stupid. right. Because Stupid Dustin's, dude. Dustin's gonna be fighting gonna fight for the title. Yeah, he's fighting. He's gonna be fighting for the title. And then what if he wins the title? You can't book that. No, you can't. You cannot book Dustin and Connor for the title. That's just not no. how this game fucking works. No, and if it does happen, if it does happen, like I, I bro, like <sighs> it'll just drive down the illegitimate. Like it'll drive up the illegitimacy of the, the UFC. UFC. Yeah, people yep, just yep. won't. It's like, well, Dana, you're just you're clearly just going after the money fights right now. Like, I get it. Like, you know, you want Dustin to fight Connor, but Dustin should not be fighting Connor for any sort of title. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. I can't even say it. 
it's just yeah. <laughs> this is the stupid politics that stupid politics shit yeah i could say it. but uh it's true though man i get the ufc is supposed to be the best of the best bro you can't do that dude and it's you cannot to, do that dude it's supposed to be people who are in contention fighting for the belt not yep. someone who you know has won one fight at 155 pounds and the last five fights right i think last last four i think he's one in five at 155 yep yep he beat eddie alvarez yep that's the only fight he won at 155 so i'm sorry you know you didn't beat khabib you didn't beat dustin twice you you didn't beat nate the fuck like i just i don't i don't fucking understand it why he's still ranked number five dude i have no idea no fucking idea it's insane it's fucking insane he should drop out the rankings by now you would think ain't gonna do that to him i would maybe give him some incentive to fucking get his shit together yep i totally agree but you know, totally fucking agree. Totally agree. So, damn, dude, that's it for the card. What's going on next week? Islam Makachev is back next week versus Makachev versus Tiago Moises. Oh, uh, and then you got Misha Tate's best. return next week as well. Who's she fighting again? Oh, uh, Marvin Renault, right? And then who's the headliner for that? It's, it's, it's uh, Mark- yeah, Makachev and Moises. How did Moises get a main event slot? Because uh, it's Makachev. It's not Moises, it's Islam. Come on. I know. It, it's the fact that Islam's fighting and Moises said, yeah, I'll take the fight with Islam. And so the UFC said, here's your reward. Because from every mm. everything that I hear about anyone who they offer Islam to, it's no one account, takes bro. And no yep. one takes that fight. So, you know, uh, statistically, it's not a terrible matchup outside of the uh, the takedown game. I mean, Islam averages three and a half takedowns uh, with a 70-ish percent takedown accuracy. Um, but Tiago Moises, you know, he's got a higher striking percentage. His striking accuracy is lower, but they're very similar in height, very similar. They're exactly the same in reach. Um and they have similar submission averages too. So if you're looking at it statistically, it's close outside of the takedowns and significant strikes. But you know, I think uh I think that could be a good good matchup. No, for sure. Without a doubt, without a doubt. I thought TJ Dillashaw and Corey Sanhagen no was on this card. No, that's next week. Gotcha. Next week. Gotcha. So who else is on this card? So you got Marion Renault, Misha Tate, Jeremy Stevens, Matus Gamrot, uh, Hadolfo Vieira versus Dustin Stoltzfus, uh, Gabriel Benitez, Billy Quarantillo, uh, Daniel Rodriguez, Preston Parsons, Amanda Lemos, uh, Montserrat Conejo, uh, okay. Khalid Taha versus Sergey Morozov, 
Miles Johns versus Anderson Dos Santos. Uh, Francisco Figueredo versus Malcolm Gordon. And Alan Bodat versus Rodrigo Nascimento. Okay. So, it's a decent, I mean. Um, a couple decent fights on there. Yes. I mean, not saying that the whole card's going to be decent, but um, some names do not know whatsoever. Yeah. Um, some names I've a heard lot of them there, on but... that card. Yeah. But uh, it's one of those that, like, probably I'm going to probably have to tune in and then they're just making a name for themselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I'll, I'll watch it, but not, no, for sure. Not a whole lot on there. I like um, Mike and Jeff. Yeah. So, he's yeah. He's amazing. Um, is that it? Like, no World Series of Fighting? Uh, you mean PFL? Yeah, P- oh yeah. What the fuck did I do? Come that, on, guy. Dude? We're a PFL podcast. Dude. <laughs> well, we're the MMA Lab podcast. We just covered <laughs> the PFL a lot. <laughs> we cover everything in MMA, but yeah, but uh fuck Jesus, dude. I told you, dude, I'm so tired from Vegas. Uh there is Bellator. There's Bellator this weekend. So PFL is not going. They're not until August. Jesus. Okay, so who's on the Bellator card? Juliana Velasquez versus Denise Kielholtz for the women's flyweight world title. Okay, I know the champ because the champ like beat uh, Lima May McFarlane. Like, so yeah, she's really tough. She's really fucking good, dude. Tyrell Fortune versus Matt Mitrione. No way. Yeah, co-main. Co-main. You can't believe they gave Tyrone Fortune, Matt Mitrione. Yeah. Uh, Mateos Matos versus CJ Hamilton. Okay. Uh, Arlene Blencow versus Diana Silva. Okay. Uh, Johnny Eblen versus Travis Davis. Mm-mm. That's the main card. So prelims, you got Saeed Soma versus Ronnie Marks. Uh, Cody Law, Theodore Makuka, mm-hmm. uh, Roman Feraldo, John Ramirez, yeah. Diana Avsaragova versus Gabriela Golfin, Johnny Soto okay. versus Adil Benjelani, and Charlie Campbell versus Nicholas Giletti. Yeah, there's a lot of no names on that one, too. Yeah, but it's all right. I get to watch fights on Friday night, so um, it'll be good, dude. Live on Showtime if you guys want to watch them. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. Damn, dude, we just bird through the whole card. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I got but, some picks as what? far as like how like fight of the night, like all that stuff. But go for know. it. Uh, I mean, fight of the night is is obvious. There's there's one fight of the night, and if anyone says otherwise, they're an idiot. It's the uh, Sugar Sean and Chris Matino fight. Yeah, 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 I agree. Um, that submission is disgusting. Um, that power geared thing. Yeah. Yep, I was picking that because, and, dude, that's hard to. I ain't gonna say hard to get, but a lot of people don't go for it. But like, if you do get it, bro, you're fucked. Yeah, and then. Uh, you know, as far as knockouts, there's plenty of them to choose from. Uh, I'm torn between Ty and uh, Drikus Duplessis. 
Ty because he did it while he was rocked. And Drikus, that knockout was just that uh, it was good, you know. Yep. Straight right hand. Yep, yep, yep. Those are yep. two really good. And I know both of those two, Drikus and Ty to Avasa, both won the performance bonuses of 75k. So Fuck. and then Chris Matinho, I know your your doctor bills are gonna cost way more than 75k to get your face put back together, but uh, you know, he got 75k too. <laughs> between him and Sean O'Malley. Okay, okay, okay. So, there's some yeah. bonuses going on, but. No, for sure, without a doubt, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. Um, yeah, man, dude, amazing uh, card. So, all the picks you made were the same thing as mine. It all lines up, dude, it all lines up. So, yeah, man, look guys, we're finally gonna actually put this out. Um, it wasn't like a long time, but like still. All right. Now the covers. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next week for sure. Yep. All right. See ya. See ya. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube